Because when people I did are it. like, coronavirus, he's like, it's probably fine, guys. I failed. <laughs> Pictures are ridiculous. This this was the last shirt that I wore before starting work from home. Nice. Ah. <laughs> so this is the last thing that everyone saw me in, I think. You know what? I and they're not wrong. It's probably fine. That is the lasting impression they needed of you. I have a very uh, calming demeanor. You do. You do. I will agree. You have good radio voice. I don't. I don't know where that comes from. Actually, I don't know where that idea started. <laughs> it's just your countenance, man. If I didn't I'm, know I'm you, just, I'd be like, I'm "Oh, angry he's like inside. the showiest dude ever." <laughs> I just met you on the street. Be like, "Oh, this guy's like super chill. Like everything about him just goes calm, and his voice just just soothes you." Yeah, but see, inside, I'm very spiteful. And welcome back to RTFB. Wow, season three really felt like it flew by, but it's already time to review the movie version of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. As a quick reminder, for our movie reviews, we bring in a special contributor who has not read the book in an attempt to capture the viewpoint of anyone coming into the movie with fresh eyes. And once again, those fresh eyes will belong to the lovely and talented Danielle. By now, I don't think I need to give you a spoiler warning. So, let's just rejoin our chat with Chris, other Chris, and Danielle already in progress. No, but he was doing it even today. We were like, what day is this? And Chris was like, it is Friday. I have been working on a normal clip. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, no, I don't think so. Everything is fine. Yeah. Everything is awesome. So you're, is what's up with this? You're playing Goose Game, huh? Yeah. That's about that as was. far as I got, too. Once you have to uh-huh. go to the next yard... And I got, so I got distracted by yeah. it. So I got through the garden, and I got through the little village square there, and I don't know where to go. I'm just, like, opening some gates. And did you get on TV as yet? I waddle around. Did yes, I did. TV? Okay. And the kid had to buy his plane back. Yep. I also got him to wear another pair of glasses. Uh-huh. I finished the shopping list. Did you get the and, lady uh, stuck in the garage? Yeah, I did that. That's the only way to get to the next section. She has to come out and open the gate. Right. So ridiculous. Kids stuck in the phone booth. Yeah. I chased him around a bunch. He was fun because he gets scared. He's like, ah. I'm like, oh, this is fun. I'm just gonna honk. At you. That kid is me because like we did have about? geese. I thought you were talking about like for a real person. I was like, no, where no. Are you? The goose was game. bullying young kids at the street. <laughs> Turns out I'm an asshole. This is how social distancing is supposed to work, right? Seems. I mean, there are kids on my street that are annoying. Various places. <laughs> you have to do the artist lady's uh, yard, and you mm-hmm. get to put on a pretty bow. Spoiler. Oh, that'll be but, fun. Yeah. I keep finding random crap like a bottle, you know, pacifier. Uh-huh. And it's just on like some ball. ring. 
Yeah, in a basket I put them in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I stole the guy's keys the second time and kept them and put them in the basket. <laughs> so he's like, I don't know where they are. <laughs> and I learned that if I go around the corner from the garden with anything that's his, like a little bit, he goes, oh, I don't, I don't know now. It's out of my program zone, so I can't find it. It's just gone. It's like I'm Tenchu, like, like all of those uh, samurai who oh, are looking yeah. for the ninja who just like disappears. Yep. Like, no, he just went on the roof. No. Like, look a little bit harder. I know. I'm like, do you he's not right there. In at least the goose a in the alley with your shit. I mean, it's right here. Yes. They give up so easily. Yes. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. What can you do? I like just to be near them and to flap my wings at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've done that. That's how I got the lady to go in the garage. Well, I took her piece of chalk too. She's like, ah, I'm going to chase you with the broom. Oh wait, my chalk. I'm like, haha, you're getting stuck in here now. <laughs> Look yeah. at it. it. It asked for a bust, a picture of a bust. I remember Simon was playing. He's like, Mom, I can't find a picture of a bust. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? What are like a statue, a head, right? A head that's, statue. that's unsavory. What is this trash <laughs> that my son is playing? <laughs> Untitled Goose Game by House yeah. House. A game that wanted tits in it would definitely call them a bust. A bust, yes. yes. Totally. <laughs> it was just being A fancy. bosom. Find a bosom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, those are readily available on the internet. It's true. Kids, go on the internet. Find it. <laughs> Show it to the goose game. Yep. That would actually be kind of cool. <laughs> if that's how you had to do that. Would it? <laughs> yeah, kids, Google all this stuff. Yeah. Show they your do. parents. They sure mm-hmm. do. Like sometimes they Your Google pranks where people are in the shower and stuff. Oh my yeah, god! Oh my I god. was watching that one day. I'm like, uh, no, no, no. We need to. That's when you got kids YouTube. <laughs> Not <too bad>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't find that stuff anymore now, huh, kiddo? Well, I mean, had to have a conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. still can. Just you know, he's inordinately good at finding this stuff, and it's true. Mm. He's only going to get better at it. Yep. <laughs> I, have no doubt. Sorry. Would just, if he would just start doing it in his room, it would be fine. Right. <laughs> Privacy. Again, so that sounds like another conversation that needs to happen. In front of everybody, it would be different. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. All right, I've done yeah. that. You're all on Facebook now. Oh, boy. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Chris is going to untag himself. I'll look it up. <laughs> okay. Which Chris? Other Chris. It's a good, it's a good picture of you. What with the deuces? No, this is a family-friendly Facebook. So how do you oh, okay. oh. Up? is it right? Yeah. <laughs> it is yours. Hers is very much so. Oh, okay. Yeah, it has to go in the book that Simon likes to look at. I can't... Yeah, there we go. That's a good picture. <laughs> See, isn't it cute? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I'm liking it. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Danielle, hi. hi. How's it going? It's going all right. So I re- oh, there's a Danielle here. Reminded what? that. At the beginning of this season, we did another getting to know you thing. But it wasn't like a question and answer. It was just like, if you want to tell us a story. Oh. Because, you know, they went on a trip in this movie, right? And they got into a spot of bother. Yes. Quite a bit. Can you tell us a time when you were ever on a trip and got in a spot of bother? Bonus points if it was drug related. Double bonus points if it was in Vegas. I was bothered? You got you got into a situation, some trouble, a jam. 
Um, do you know me? Like, I'm perfect (laughs) in every way. I have never gotten into a spot of bother. No? No. You always plan sufficiently. I I think my most spot of bother in Vegas is when we ended up walking around for like an hour and a half. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I love that story. (laughs) That makes me laugh a lot. Being like, hey, we're behind something now. No. There's no way back. He's like, this right. is my bachelor party. Like, that's the lamest bachelor party you could ever have. You need a do-over. Or well, I mean, now, to be I got fair, a picture with John we Luke did just Picard go get sculpture. drunk afterwards. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. That yeah. part there was, was a lot of drinking cool. during your celebrations. Oh, a lot of not po- by a me. lot of positive drinking. Yeah, positive. At least by me. I don't know about you all. I yes, mean, the I sausage bale. A whole tail worth. Yeah, I've heard that's basically extinct. The sausage, the sausage pail that we knew doesn't exist in that form anymore. Last time that Travis and I got it, many, many years ago, he was like, this is giant, and I think that's because a lot of us ate it, and then the last time we went, they didn't have it at all, right? Yeah. Wasn't it off the menu? Yeah. We didn't see it when we went last time. We did go that's back to that place, With Marissa uh, and Jesse. Yes, that was Marissa. I know. I said I couldn't make it that time. Well, next time y'all go. If you don't have a story about Vegas where you got in trouble, maybe you could tell your favorite story about other Chris in Vegas. Your favorite story. When we went to the pirate show. Do I know this one? <laughs> oh, you might, you might not know good. how much she loves it. But. <laughs> I tell this story to anybody that will listen. Just an Uh-oh. FYI. Wow. I'm so, so honored. Chris Ham was not there. No, he was not. No. no. Okay. So he was for otherwise our wedding re-celebration, Marissa and Jesse had this list of things. They're like, this free stuff that we can just do, and we just want to do all this free stuff. We're like, great, that sounds fun. So she's like, let's go on down to Treasure Island, because they've got Mm -hmm. a pirate show. We're like, all right, walk on down there. Walk (laughs) all the way down there, because it's very far. Far from us, yeah. And then we get there, and we're just like, she's like, okay, it'll start at some point, anytime we're just standing there. Chris goes in and gets the most ridiculous giant drink that's all like fruity and has like a crazy straw. And he's like just yeah. drinking it. He comes back out. We're all just standing there and just waiting. And it's like 30 minutes. And then oh, Chris no. is like, I swear, like, when is this show supposed to start? And then Chris is like, oh, yeah, the guy inside told me they haven't done this show in five years. And he just takes a drink. And it's like, oh, <laughs> no. we stood around. We stood around. And the best anymore? part was that he took it the way he took a drink afterwards, like it was just no big deal. It's like a victory sip. And Marissa looked so defeated. Oh, I bet she did. But it was that was supposed best. to be like a famous pirate show. Like honestly, I, mean, I think that might have been better than our actual ceremony. <laughs> it was so funny. It gave you more pleasure than I am. So, I'm still tickled by it. I can still picture it in my mind. <laughs> Well, in my I mean, mind, I had a drink, didn't... so everything was fine. Yeah, if they didn't mm, do the pirate know. show, they should take down the pirate show ships, right? And take the light down off of them, like <laughs> yeah, they should stop acting <laughs> like the Treasure Island. Message. Message. Put up a big sign that says, "We haven't done the pirate show for five years." Because <laughs> people are expecting it; they have that whole shit set yeah. up for it. Why would you not still do something with it? Exactly. But I like, mean, I don't think we the... were the only group waiting for it to start. Either. No, Probably there were not. a lot of people, but the. Funny thing is that Chris had this information after he came back out, and we continued to stand there for like another twenty or so minutes before he finally said oh. something. 
So like I said, I had a drink, so everything was he, good. He had what he they, Yeah, for. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing Las Vegas right, just standing around drinking, you know. Yes. That's what you <laughs> do, right? When wisdom mm-hmm. does not require change. It is wisdom not to change, Danielle. I should have gotten out my phone and snapped a picture of him with that drink. <laughs> that should have gone in the book that we like to look at. And then, at. like, everything after that was delayed just enough by us waiting long enough that we missed everything else, too. <laughs> we sure that oh. The volcano. We you didn't just hang around. Bellagio, we didn't even know how to get inside to find the tiger, so we just no, gave up. Couldn't find the tigers. We couldn't find the, the are entrance. Are they still there? We did hear the I don't think there's any tigers still there. At a dance club. Well, see, we had all this wrong. I think Marissa was looking at a website from like 20 years ago. <laughs> Probably. Because I heard they even got rid of the lions that were in the MGM Grand when you guys got marriage that I remember seeing. They're not there anymore either. I remember seeing them before. They were cool. Yeah, I don't remember them. Yeah, there's like no before. animals in Las Vegas now, apparently. Oh, well, they did eat that one guy. Yeah, it's frowned upon yeah. to eat people. Yeah, it is. They'll stay there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not so good. They have Lady Gaga, though. I guess she's like a tiger. Although, like, yeah. now I guess it's okay to eat people. Like, I haven't watched this dumb show, but everyone's talking about it, and somebody what? gets eaten by a tiger. What? Tiger King? It's fed to tiger. Because Carol so Baskin I guess, fed I guess her husband to a tiger, and we gathering through all the memes. You're positing that this makes it okay to eat people? Well, so now it must yes. be fashionable to be eaten <laughs> uh, by big cats, is what right. I'm saying. So they the should put the line back, honestly. I mean, that's they how should. I want to go out. Yeah. There you go. Put it back. It's probably fine. Eaten by a tiger. Leg first. Right. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. So, Danielle. Yeah. How did you like this movie? I hated this movie. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so Our predictions were I totally called it. Oh. I was like, like thirty, 30 minutes into it. I'm like, Danielle oh yeah, I did like Silence hate of the this. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> oh, okay. I liked and this one. Like as soon as it started, like as soon as it started, I was like, nope. <laughs> it travels a little so was it just like a, like a base level of anxiety or something or like something else about it it was just like they just gave them all some drugs and said do whatever you want <laughs> no one had a script there was no rhyme or reason it made no sense mm-hmm. it just was that's awful. the story what, yeah. so what if what if i told you that this actually hewed pretty close to the book <laughs> it really did that, like yeah. this this so, is like actually a very straight ahead adaptation yeah after we saw this i'm like how did you read this stupid book <laughs> i would have i would have given up after page 1 and i don't usually give up on books like if i'm in it i'm going to finish that thing but right. like this one i'd have been like nope i'm out yeah. it's so good <laughs> It's so did, good. Did you understand what was happening? They were very high. Okay, so yes, you got it. <laughs> Nailed it. They they had a drug problem, like, and they probably shouldn't have still been alive. Yeah. Yes. So that was the was comment that. of people who watched it with me: "Is how did Hunter S. Thompson live to be sixty-eight <laughs> when he did so many drugs and shit, uh-huh. Uh-huh. just like his characters?" And I'm like, I don't know, man. They preserved him. <laughs> yeah, should have, should have OD'd like seven times in that movie alone, and that yeah. was only like a weekend. Yeah, yeah. They totally uh, I think he was definitely in more danger of being Something. stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or <laughs> shot, or or beat beat up. One or John, the other. Johnny Depp looked rough. Like that was not a good look for him. <laughs> he did, especially since he was twenty years younger. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He looked real old. All right. Okay. Did you? Well, he was very uh, much channeling Hunter there. Do you think you could recite any of the plot points? 
Um, he and his attorney, who I'm not even sure was actually there, like maybe he was just a figment <laughs> of his imagination. It's really hard to tell. Hey, Gypsy. Good call. Oh, cutie. She says hi. She's like, no, put uh, me down. She's like trying to lay down. She's like, no. They went to like Vegas to go. I guess he was a reporter. I guess he had a job. Like, who would hire that guy? Mm, did he but though? He went to go report on some race of some sort, yeah. and uh-huh. instead yeah. they just like got high and then he's got into trouble and then his realtor friend was like picking up girls that were too young and then tried to get rid of them. And <laughs> then there was water in there for some reason. He got a different hotel mm-hmm. room. Like, I don't know. And you, then it was the You end. got it. Nailed it. That's, that's yeah. just the movie. He's, yeah. he's a doctor of journalism, god damn it. They, Gonzo. They, so Gonzo he did journalism. the journalism and then there was shenanigans and then it was over. Yes. yes. And I yeah. liked the that's over it. part. The movie the could have been called Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that no, caught, that's basically the like, movie. Mm-hmm. That was I caught it. you laughing a couple times. Some uh, of the things mm-hmm. made you giggle. Uh, I don't even remember laughing. I remember sitting there being like, I could just go to sleep. I would love to just go to sleep right now. And I would have been a movie if I hadn't had to watch it to talk about it. I would have immediately been asleep. I wouldn't have even tried. It would have been like when I watch a movie any time now. Yes. Yes. Travis never stays awake for movies. That's like my dad. Yeah, exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. That, mm. and, I, and I do, and I'm like, hun, look what's happening to Godzilla. And he's like, asleep. Nope. Like, what? I saw the good part. Okay. Which, by the way, I thought Godzilla, King of Monsters, was better than this movie. So that's probably saying something. To be fair, oh, the end theme did have the System of a Down guy in it. So that's pretty cool. Mm. I did like yeah. that ben- Benicio Del Toro was super fat. That was, <laughs> that was funny. He was very entertaining in the movie. Very entertaining. Yes. Was he was he real? Like I'm still not convinced he was a real person. Sure, I don't know. Does it matter? Because like, why was why was his realtor with him? His lawyer. His oh, lawyer. realtor. <laughs> yeah. For whatever yeah. reason, him a condo. I thought the whole time he was with a realtor. His lawyer. His attorney. Now that <laughs> is a question that I wrote down because I don't remember reading it in the book or not. Why does he hang out with his attorney all the fucking time? Are they besties? They're just. Did you see all the stuff yeah. they did? Yeah, I think it'd be nice to have someone that who knows also, the law with you. That okay. does put to the question, though: Is he actually real or not? Mm. So, how would we know? But then again, does it matter? Does it matter? So, one thing I, I actually know. did like was all, when they took all the stuff from the hotel and it was in the car, like all the miniature soaps <laughs> and shampoos, yep. and he was leaving with it. And then he comes back and he gets a different card. Where did all that stuff go? It wasn't in there. <laughs> in the trunk. I have no idea. Into the he used that to get the new car. Who knows? Yes. He <laughs> traded 100 soaps for a new car. <laughs> hey man, 10 grand for a new caddy, 100 soaps? That sounds about right. Also, I thought that, that cop was going to kiss him. He was. Yes. Gary Busey? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, having been my first view of this, I had no idea all the other famous people I would recognize right. in this I, movie. I nailed them all. Like Travis was like, oh yeah, is that that it's, person? That's that one guy. I even wrote in my notebook, fucking A, Toby Maguire is the hitchhiker. Yes. Yeah. I'm I was like, so Toby excited Maguire, and Travis is like, who is it? I'm like, it's totally Toby yes, Maguire. Yes, it's to totally fair, 90s Toby. I was writing Little baby book. Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, Cameron Diaz was in it? Yet by then? This would have been, Christina like, slightly Ricci before Spider-Man. Yeah, oh, Christina Ricci before. was there, too. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah. was 2001, so this was Mr. BC. Now, I don't know the actor, but the guy who, Elliot Stabler from Special Victims Unit, was the um, 
the the gay Sven host at the hotel. Yeah, Sven. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. I wrote that down too. I'm just like Elliot Stabler plays that guy. He, he was in Runaway really. Bride. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's how I recognized him. What was he? <laughs> he was the like fiance that was like the football player that Julia was Roberts was. He just trying to make her run again. Huh? Maybe. Well, that was Richard Gere who was trying to make her run again. Richard Gere, he was trying to keep her, like, doing all the football puns that were dumb. Yeah. And then but mm-hmm. which one had the nice butt that Grandma liked? Richard Gere. A lot of okay. people. Of course. Okay. <laughs> well, I do. Richard yeah. Gere seems to fit for that bill for right now. Yes. So, Chris, how did you like this movie that you totally just saw? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I finished it, like, two hours ago. Um, I'm glad I've seen it. It's one of those movies that's been floating around for a long, large part of our life uh-huh. that I had never experienced, and I was very pleased that it was a pretty faithful adaptation. Mm-hmm. So, and I thought the visuals were well placed for it. I especially liked the weird lizard people costume stuff. Everybody's <laughs> flipping out in the bar. I'm like, I like that it's actually like rubber masks type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because they didn't do the CG as much back then. They already no. used it for other shit. Right. So I'm like, this is actually pretty cool. And then like, I would said like, hey, that's kind of how the drawings would look like if it was real. Yeah. So, in the book. Yeah. So I liked it. I liked that I knew exactly where I was in the story. <laughs> yeah. Because I've read it. <laughs> and they were that close. Right. I'm like, cool. So yeah, I thought it was a as an adaptation of a known and liked book. I thought it was very good in those regards. Yeah. So it's still just as crazy as the book. And <laughs> I think people probably like that who were want to like it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Other Chris, what did you think? Yeah. So I like generally the same sentiment as reading the book. Like him hanging out with Doctor Gonzo, his uh, his attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's a wild card. He's a loose cannon. Uh-huh. He's like uh, making a lot of terrible things happen, and it, it is. is very anxiety inducing. Mm-hmm. Like him being around this person, and like I I kind of wonder actually how how well I would follow the plot if I hadn't read the book yeah. because everything made point. perfect sense to me. Right, uh, like it it really did not stray far from it and even like the narration i think a lot of it was direct quotes from Mm -hmm. the book Mm -hmm. right um and so like a lot of the same thoughts i had like hunter s thompson is uh he's he's very well spoken uh Mm -hmm. uh, for being a dude on drugs (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah true wait is that the name of the main character uh, the, no, so the main Raul character Duke. is Raul Duke. Yeah, Raul Duke. Duke. But he basically but, is Hunter S. Thompson, but like a caricature of him. They they way. kind of even look. They even made him Johnny Depp. Even looked like him. Yeah. If you if you pay close attention, uh, when he's trying to escape from the first hotel, like the guys talking about, uh, they have a telegram for Raul Duke, care of Hunter S. Hunter S. Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. 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 So like like everyone knows it's Hunter S. Thompson, but he's like going by a pseudonym because uh because he's crazy on drugs, basically. Yeah. Like no one's gonna know who I am if I just call myself Raul, Raul Duke. Duke. <laughs> and that kind of fits into with their conversations, like you're ready to check into a hotel with a fake name type of deal and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. When they got to Las Vegas and you know, yeah. pontificating <laughs> on that high as fuck. Is this like a true so, story? Uh 
It's question questionable. I mean, it's 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 uh probably loosely. He probably got really high and went to Vegas to cover an event. But that's yeah. probably about what really happened. Yeah. Like I think um you you could read it that way definitely as like a a memoir, I guess. But yeah, it is it is questionable like how much of this stuff actually happened exactly the way he said it happened. Right. Yeah. But uh I, I do believe that like uh, Sports Illustrated sent him into the desert to cover a race and like yeah, gave totally. him money and he did a bunch of drugs and basically didn't cover the race. <laughs> right. Like I believe yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. And, and I feel like definitely that other the Fear and Loathing on the campaign show one's probably more real. Than maybe. Yeah. So. Or maybe not. I did buy that to read it next, but oh. interesting. Yeah. I'm not yeah, uh, you can tell me all about it. I was with you on this other Chris like for like half of the movie uh Johnny Depp has that cigarette in his mouth. I'm like I don't know what you're saying except I did read this book. <laughs> so I know what you're supposed to be saying, but if this was going in cold, I would have been like lost. Yes. Stop and rewind and like what that or put subtitles on. I mean on it or? didn't really matter. It, it does seem to be the on, kind but... of thing that you would have to watch twice at yeah. least. Yeah. To, right. But I mean, how invested do you have to be in something like this to watch it twice? I wonder. Really, really invested. I probably won't watch it again anytime soon, but I've done the movie and the book, so I'm like, I got the story. Now, yeah. see, I'm the opposite. I think I do want to watch it again just because the way the uh, director whose <laughs> I name. I think you'll be doing that alone. Daniel shaking the, I don't head. Watch it again, the director ever. whose name escapes me because I've had a scotch already. Uh, was it Terry, Terry Gilliam? Gilliam? Terry Gilliam, that's right. Yeah. The great Terry Gilliam from, from the Monty the way Python he set eyes. up all those chaotic scenes. Is like I feel like you could you'd be rewarded from watching it multiple times. Like you could find Absolutely. something new every time you go through. He's he's, he's a very stuff. visual director. Yeah. yeah, but uh I was not ready for how recent this movie is. Like I know 1998 is not that recent, but mm-hmm. since feels the book like was it. in the book was written right after what 1971. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was ready for this movie Still to be like twenty plus I don't years know, to late eighties or early nineties or Well there is the uh the Bill Murray one, right? There is? Is there? What? what? Why that was one that of the one? Amazon recommendations that came what? up when we what? looked for this. We should be doing oh. that movie. Yeah, Bill Murray plays. All right, turn all the cameras off. Turn the quarters off. Find that one. Canceling Let's go watch the other one. <laughs> Danielle, you have to watch another one. <laughs> wow. Looking to see if that's a thing. I did not even know that. Yeah. But I guess Bill Murray would be a decent enough person to play the uh, sarcasticness of some of the stuff. But mm-hmm. Yeah. But in general, he seems a little too locked down to be that drug-induced. And now there's a serenade from the hallway. Yeah, there's, there's people painting in the garage. Ah, gotcha. So. No, that one's called Where the Buffalo Roam. Oh, mm. covers a trial of group of young people defended by his old friend Carl Laszlo. <clears throat> Carl Laszlo, the case, blah blah blah, something about a Super Bowl. So it's a different movie. Super Bowl, interesting. Oh. Released in 1980, much earlier. Oh, wow, it's by weird. Hunter S. Thompson. That's very oh. weird. Oh. I'm gonna have to watch that now. Extra homework. <laughs> there's the always there's the Rum Diaries too. Yeah, Peter yeah, it's a connection. Oh, I like Peter Boyle. Yeah, yeah they're old, old people. Old really people. Old people. <laughs> so yeah, uh, 
I wasn't ready for how new this was. In my mind, 1998 is still kind of new. Mm. Um, I know, right? But I did get the impression it was kind of like a passion project. Like, that's why you got so many different cameras. Yeah. People like, I really liked this yeah. book. I'll be in it. Yeah. Um, but it did kind of turn into me for just kind of like celebrity match game, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I know that dude. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> right. being like, it's that guy. And Daniel being like, it's this person. That was the most exciting part for me. I knew who all the people were. Oh, yeah. I also feel like Terry Gilliam is probably the right person for this in terms yeah. of like, like I said, visual director and like, uh, like his general attitude. I think he probably identifies with this whole, uh, like right. end of the flower child movement. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the spirit. Like of it, for the, sure. the themes of the story and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Which I thought was good too, how they did that and put that in. In the movie, especially when starting out, it's all just like, hey, here's all this counterculture stuff. Yeah. And how that's fitting in with the decline of that. And all of the, we, all we knew of the these Vietnam things. on the TV and like, yeah. All of the random American flags like placed right. throughout. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. Well, and it's another one of those things where you can kind of read about someone pulling a knife on a lady in an elevator and you're like, that's kind of silly. That's yeah. not something you should do. But then, like, watching it happen, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. no. That's this is intense. this is a very <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty intense. It's a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Or like trying to drown himself, electrocute himself in the tub that's not quite big enough for you to even get underneath the water. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's yeah. Again, sounds funnier when you read it, but then when you see it, you're like, this is some seriously fucked like, up shit. Yeah. Listen, he People just wanted really to take a nap. Their... Yeah. Like, I got People are really out. fucked up out of their minds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Also, where do they get the money to pay for the damage to these hotel rooms? They didn't. They yeah, exactly. The hotel insurance thing. has like to cover Like when he was driving it. away in the mid part of the movie where he's like, uh, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble because I ran up a huge bill and I'm not paying for it. <laughs> yeah. So now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, ostensibly, like, the magazine put up the money to, like, get mm-hmm. the hotel room in the first place. Right. Right. But then, yeah, they they trash the place and then he uh, skips out before they can like track him down because this was yep. the 70s you, you know? could do that and I like you could go oh I'll just go stay in another hotel on the strip and they'll never know yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't talk to the other. 70s yeah it's like a mile away I'm 200 yards to the west you can't find me you don't know what happened yeah you can't Somebody find me and they don't know what I did and I mean, he he does also have the whole thing about how, like, if if you do some like tiny thing in Las Vegas, yeah, you'll get thrown in jail. But if you do something like majorly horribly wrong, like uh-huh. they'll assume that you just you're okay, right? Like yeah. you're probably a powerful person, and there's nothing they can do about it, right? Right. So they just let it go. Seems like the right way to handle. It'll be that. like you going in someplace like it's fine. I do do that. Put sometimes. the hand on the it's, shoulder. It's easier confident. just to clean <laughs> it up and submit it to insurance, you know? Yeah. Just be confident and know what you're saying, and no one's going to question you, even if you're yeah. bullshitting them. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's this whole movie. That's pretty much it. Plus, drugs are great. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are no <laughs> consequences. Really ever. I think it was just, that's just what they did. There are was no their consequences mind. to any actions you ever take. You'll be fine. You'll survive everything. It's just cheeky, is all. <laughs> Until the eighties, <laughs> when the drugs of choice switch up and they start cracking down on other shit. Mm-hmm. But that's a different set of books that weren't written. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. If yeah. only he had gone back before he died and saw like. I mean, he had plenty Vegas. of time. Yeah. Two thousand ten Vegas. 
So it's now we need to do like two thousands Vegas. Like less than zero or American Psycho or something. Something those could both be fun. Yeah. Well less than zero is a really depressing movie. Do do an eighties eighties really drug depressing. movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's do uh um Requiem for a Dream and then Oh my god, no. Oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I can't I can't no. handle that one. There's a movie I've seen that movie I've, once back in like 2004. Once or five, I had it. It came in a uh, DVD set I had with Pi. Oh, so, there's I another got one that's pretty pert- depressing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll just drill my brain now. That's fine. Spoiler <sighs> alerts for Pi. It wasn't as creepy. Tre- trepanation. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I questioned myself when I looked back at my notes because, like, when we read Mistletoe Secret. I had like mm. 19 pages of notes. Oh, wow. And for this, uh-huh. I had two pages of notes. That's about what I had. <laughs> Seems right. Well, I mean, that yeah, speaks to the quality of the mistletoe secret. <laughs> <laughs> the mistletoe secret was so bad. Both, both things. But we did yeah. get a lot of laughs out of it. <laughs> it, was, it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not intended ones, but you know. I can't wait till the Bridgerton series is ready, guys. Oh, You're going to really enjoy that. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to be Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, is it? Yes. Mm. You'll read the book. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll have to all read the books, too. Sorry, you have to read it. I mean, the show. Does this one have Dukes and stuff in it? Sure does. The first Fans. one is yeah. called Duke. The Duke and I. I love some Downton Abbey in that shit, so I just need it to be sexier, I guess. Oh my god, just wait. Shonda Rhimes is doing it, so you know. <laughs> oh boy. But it's on Netflix, so it'll be a little more racy than like Grey's Anatomy. Will it, though? Ooh. Actually, it will be. There'll I can't wait. There'll be lots of like, ass oh, and shit in there. And they did modernize it, so it's Wait. like people of color are yeah. actually oh, involved nice. with each other, as opposed to like Good. 1800s England, where it's like all white We're people. We're actually boring, just white boring, people. Boring. Mm-hmm. All these pale asses all in there. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. We don't have a release date yet, guys. Hasty, we get excited. Oh, so that's unfortunate. Get on, get on that hype train. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read them all I'm now. ready for it. I'm going to get ready. Mm-hmm. There's eight books in that series, and they're all good. They're going to make have them each on Audible? season. Oh, yeah, do they, that's do they have audiobooks? I don't know. Netflix does cancel stuff after like two seasons. True. I'm telling Sometimes. you why this one's going to make it. After the four of us all yeah. watch it. <laughs> well, There's going to be a lot of very popular series. We'll get halfway through and they'll cancel it. We'll and Daniel go. and I will count for one. So. <laughs> oh, I think Daniel's popular. right. There'll be a lot of people watching. Yeah. It's Shonda Rhimes and it's a popular book series. Don't worry. It's going to yeah. be great. Just get excited. All right. Anticipate it. Okay. Half I'm looking up on Audible right now. Half masked oh already. God. <laughs> no results found. Oh. I don't believe you. Oh, I thought for sure they were audio. That's the only way I'm going to do it. Should... Sorry. <laughs> you should read it because the dialogue is very witty. Ooh, witty. witty. Very witty. There's repartee. Witty. There's so much ravishing. Oh. Jason oh, is my coworker, and I talk about rip- how there is... needs to be way more ravishing in this world. <laughs> Uh, is there ripping of bodices? Yes. Oh. Sometimes Ooh. there's ripping of bodices and there's like touching of ungloved hands. <gasps> yeah. Bare ankles? Yes. yes, totally. In, oh, I'm in today's flooded. society, that would be shocking still. You gotta keep yeah. your social distance. It's great. See, <laughs> we're already more entertained by the, pro- the thought Just the of, idea this of it than this other mess that we have. <laughs> And we said it was Julia. Qu- oh, yeah, there is Netflix, Bridgerton, book number one, The Duke and I, with second epilogue. 
The second book See, is my favorite, so... You fucking lied to me. It, it, is, audio. it is the Empire Strikes Back of the Bridgerton series, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I look, the Kindle of this is three ninety nine. Oh. Oh. It's not on Kindle yeah. Unlimited? I feel, I feel like I probably have no, this on yet. Kindle already, since we <sighs> share a Kindle. <laughs> there Perfect. it is. On Audible. Perfect. Hooray! I, I hope it's read by it somebody me. like Betty White. Uh, let's see. It's narrated by Rosalind Landor, so oh. not Betty White. That's a pseudonym. That That's but not I'm a, a real name. I got some credits to use, so I'm going to get this. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> what was her I name? I was one credit. Rosalind Landor. I want to see what she looks like. L-A-N-D-O-R. Yeah, that's an oh, anagram of something. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, probably. <laughs> wait, there was one lady on some audiobooks that I really liked. I wonder if that was her. She's English. Sounds familiar. She's only 61. She looks like this. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah she was also an actress. Mm-hmm. She was a film actress. She was in nothing that I've ever I recognize her face. The the I've right seen her though. in some shit. Hmm. Love the climate. <laughs> That's just like any day in England. All right. <laughs> yeah, it is. Wait, wait. She does audio. 1970s Jane Eyre. Yeah. I've seen her, and I know I recognize her face more. So yeah, she's definitely anyway. I liked. Yeah. Back to this one. <laughs> so yeah. So some notes, some highlights from the mm-hmm. movie. Some notes I did take because a lot of it was just like, yeah, I remember this was exactly how it was in the book. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like yeah. I needed to write it down, but exactly. Um. My opening bullet point oh, uh, when the universe. I'm sorry to interrupt, Travis. Uh, she had some appearances in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, That's where I remember her from. Did Riker bang yeah. her? I don't know. It was the episode "Up the Long Ladder"? Yep, almost definitely. certainly. So he probably did. It was 1989. <laughs> Riker was still hot then. So. <laughs> or was she the lady that Picard's like? Here's my roll-up piano. What? That's not what I thought you were going to say. Let's find out. <laughs> My roll up. Let's see which one this one. Piano. Piano. It was the uh, 18th episode of season two. Oh, oh I think course. it's with the weird yeah. Irish people in the cargo bay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. I yeah. don't know. I'm, I'm the one of us that will remember it. <laughs> yeah, the colony turns out to have been founded by the crew of the SS Mariposa. That that left a hundred years fun. earlier. Doesn't There's some solar fun. flares. Worf gets Klingon measles. Dr. Kowalski's <laughs> involved. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, the bring, the bring loi- the bring loidy, which is after bring loidy, which is the Irish word for dreams. Huh. But it's that the, the stereotypical Irish people colony that they rescued. <laughs> she was one of the Irish ladies. She, so Riker probably banged her. Probably. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, the actual so movie she'll be reading we, we the Duke want. and I to me. <laughs> okay, that we can't wait to hear how you like it. So it opened up <laughs> to the Universal Studios logo, and I wondered why this wasn't a ride at Universal Studios in Florida. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Like actually, it would be irresponsible to make a ride. It starts you out driving through the desert. Well, they could attack you. No, they no no. They give you a tab of LSD. Yeah. See, I thought they just and then they sent you into the 4D experience. <laughs> They're like, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't support that. So here's a beer, only and actually and older, and replace the uh, make it like the Men in Black ride and shit. You can shoot stuff. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was going to say, only with alcohol. It is probably literally just the Minions ride, but with LSD. <laughs> they hand you so a So plenty swatter. of people have already gone on the uh, Fear minions. and Loathing ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I, I noticed that it was rated whatever it was for bizarre behavior. Oh, yeah, that was funny at the beginning. <laughs> I missed that. That's totally true. It was for I've never seen someone like, behavior. you should be careful because these guys are weird as fuck. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? And I was like, yep. What if kids saw this? <laughs> like, we can act they like They would have this. a lot of questions. <laughs> Like, we'll tell you when you're older. We'll just give you a book to read. Be like, know be like I, I can't help you, kid, because I have more questions than answers myself. <laughs> right. Um, so the opening scenes of protest, I guess, were to remind everybody what time it was, since it was much later than the book came out. And I like that they used that same quote from the opening of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. Exactly. What was you know, it? Everything was the same. Yes, it was word for word. But what was it? Oh, um... They were whatever miles outside of whatever when the trucks no, no, kicked no, no, no. in. No, no the, the, uh, um... Something the bats. is, like, whoever makes himself a beast, leaves himself of the whatever of being a man. I don't being, even recall that. Gets rid of the pain of being a man. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, I did like Tobey Maguire in his Mickey Mouse shirt, although it was different. It wasn't mm-hmm. a Nazi Mickey Mouse. It wasn't Nazi Mickey yeah. Mouse. Uh, it was the 90s. Fun. They couldn't show that. Well, I wondered if Disney intervened. They're like, okay, we know about this book and this illustration. Probably. And we will sue the hell out of you. That's probably why none of the hotels were the actual ones either. <laughs> Except for the Flamingo. Yes. Some but of that may not have existed by then. No, it still exists. It's weird because for a while or... it was the Flamingo Hilton. So yeah. and then, But now it's the oh, Flamingo yeah. again. So was it the Flamingo and then the Flamingo Hilton and then the Flamingo? Yes. I need to go back and look at yes. the history. That's how it was. <laughs> yes. It was also the first time I've ever thought of Tobey Maguire looking anything like other Chris. So I wasn't the only one who had that spot. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have as great of a beard. Obviously. No, no, not at all. No. no, he did not look like he was from. Oklahoma. I don't even think that Tobey Maguire can grow a beard. <laughs> I don't either. I've never seen him. Seen him. I, I would question I don't have that. Any yeah. Proof of this, so yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb Let's and see. say it's impossible. Get on, get on Twitter. And do you what know, and ask? Toby McGuire. Tweet, tweet at Toby McGuire. Can you grow a beard? He's not doing anything else. Oh, actually, can grow beards. There. Oh, oh it looks, it looks awful. Definitely glued on. <laughs> it is not a good beard. And he's over the I age of 30 in that picture. I think yeah. it's just like that smug it's another smile is what it is. Oh Lovely yeah. photo. It's like, you just should not... It's like Wooly Willy, where you could drag the I mean, so shavings over his face. Yeah, he kind of technically can grow one. <laughs> Questionable whether should. Oh, this one's great because it's terrible. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, got a very really punchable bad. face. Yeah, sometimes he does. Yep. So he should not grow a beard, and also just probably not smile. He looks like Let's a serial killer when he smiles. Here he is with some lady <sighs> with his scrabbly beard. I think that's his wife. That He's lady got is his, beard. Is that his wife now. Wife. That lady is his beard. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably like, she's pretty cute, but I'm like, how do you put up with that beard? Don't just make him shave it. She's like, I'm just. It's all that Spider Man money. money. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Maybe means. they're divorced by now because that's probably um, dry, dried up. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood. Am I right? Yeah. Who knows? <sighs> I like that the movie co-starred Fat Thor. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, is that what he looked like? That's what he looked like to me. Ooh, fat Thor. Which is, I think he really committed to it. Like he, Benicio yeah. actually got fat for it, right? He, he it, did. It, it, yeah. it wasn't was like rubber prosthetic or something. No. And when they were yeah. flashing back to when they set up on this whole thing, I noticed a random angel with a flaming sword in the background. Oh yeah. Oh. So I'm like, 
are, is this to I say we're that. rebelling against heaven or is this like the apocalypse we're about to enter into? Like, which mm-hmm. way are we going it's here? It's just, it's just letting you know it's a Terry Gilliam movie. That's fair enough. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I did notice random religious Why? people just here and there for mm-hmm. no reason at all. Um, <laughs> I, I picked up a lot more on this joke in the movie than in the book where he's like, here's my Samoan lawyer. Who is Benicio del Toro? Mm-hmm. Right. And he's like, "Hey, kid, you're not prejudiced, are you?" And then the next line, he's like, "You know, despite his racial handicaps, he's actually very smart. Like he is an American, you know. <laughs> I mean, come on." Yeah. yeah Sharon pointed out that uh, Benicio del Toro like had no trace of an accent in this. Yeah. Like he just sounded Would like a regular American guy. Kind of like yeah, a he does guy. All, just, he does a lot of the time. Yeah. Unusual, I think. Right. Even with with a weird lisp thing in that was, Star Wars movie. <laughs> it was weird that this was like his most composed and sane performance I can remember him in. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. That's true. And like Johnny Depp was being like a prototypical uh Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, I see, and our comment you. was apparently Captain Jack Sparrow involves a little bit of Hunter S. Thompson being thrown Just in a there. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Did Benicio del Toro do the labyrinth? Labyrinth, mm. whatever the Pan's labyrinth. Pan's labyrinth. Pan's oh, labyrinth. No. You're Who thinking was that? of Guillermo that was del Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro. Oh, okay. okay, I was like, <laughs> that would yeah. be amazing. Or David Bowie, Different depending folks. on what movie we're talking <laughs> about. All of the above should actually be Pan's now. Labyrinth would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'd have to CG in What does Benicio Del Toro do? Is he normally just an actor? Yeah. 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 He's he had a lot of roles things. like that. Yeah, that he gets famous for doing like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's been in Star Wars now, too, so. Yeah. Who was he in Star Wars now? He was the smuggler was... who gave him the codes. Yeah, in the second new movie. When they went to the From the gambling planet. planet. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then immediately betrayed yeah. them. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Because yeah. yes. that's oh. what he looks like today. That's what he looks like recently. You're he, holding it yeah. off camera. So. I go like this way. There you go. Ah, I so mean, I can see it in my part camera. Of it, for like half of his face, he kind of looked like Brad Pitt. <laughs> old Brad Pitt. But, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Did some, uh, some in there. <laughs> if if you want to be really confused, you should watch uh, Snatch, because that has both Brad Pitt and Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. And, and they do blend together after a while. <laughs> Which one is Irish? Brad Pitt. Oh. Brad Pitt plays a uh, a gypsy. Yeah. That's yeah. Because right because he him. couldn't do the accent for the other thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was that was the story behind that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, do you like dags? <laughs> 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 I don't know what the movie's about either. So. Oh, you wouldn't like it. Oh, I man. probably wouldn't. I guarantee it. Hmm. Oh, it's so good. It. Anyway, Hopefully Mr. Del anyway. Toro has a BAFTA award. <laughs> I did like the guy in the lobby just kind of casually chatting like, yeah, they cut his head off. Anyway, how's your mother? <laughs> yes. <laughs> how's your mother? But wasn't that when his legs were starting to blend in with the carpet? Yes. There we right go. around there. And our first cameo yeah. that I that Danielle noticed was Mona from Who's the Boss? Yeah, she was the, yeah. the lady the check-in clerk. Oh, I did not make that connection. <laughs> well, That's come on, awesome. Guys. Who's the boss? Well, I mean, in my defense, I know her from Who's the Boss and not her recent shit. Not newer stuff. (laughs) Her recent stuff. And she changed a bit in that one decade. That's that's true. She looked like exactly the same. Yes. (laughs) You say so. She looked no different. (laughs) If you say so. She's calling you out. 
Okay. <laughs> Go back and look. Look at how how the same she is. Like she had been so she was just the always same. old. Um, I also mo- made a note that I liked the lizard scene a lot, even though it kind of reminded me of the dinosaurs TV show. Oh, but I liked <laughs> yeah, that. Totally. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. Not the mama. With the frying pan. I like that he had uh, one of those tails just strapped on after their weird night with the water. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I hadn't thought of, like, where can I get one of those? A monstrous strap on, but on the other side. <laughs> I like cosplay his tail. cowboy boots or whatever that went with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, his big boots. Mm-hmm. Um, Waders or, like, thigh highs or something. <laughs> Stylish. And again, like, the 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 motorcycle race scene in the book I thought was funny, but the visual of just all that dust getting everywhere yeah, was very mm-hmm. effective in the movie. Like, couldn't Absolutely. see anything... Yeah, He's really trying hard to protect that beer. Eventually, just like turns into mud. Yeah. And then at the end, it was gross. It was, it was gross so beer. Gross. Yeah. Yes. yes. Fantastic. So, uh, and then they went to what is was it bazooka 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 circus yeah. instead of circus <laughs> it's not circus circus. And like, did they like, even even probably because I was yeah. like, did they not get licensing rights? But I'm like, then again, why would they be giving them? Right, right. When they drove down the strip and they showed like the famous lights, they were all for like off-brand, essentially of the hotels. Yeah, yeah I was like, so what kind like, of place is this? I'm like, that makes sense in a movie that's basically just about being high off, you know, yeah, just super high and all. And also time. kind of, you know what, kind they of about let, trashing Vegas. Yeah, they should have let them yeah. use the real hotels because like there's a demographic that's into that, so. right? Probably yeah, have didn't they know about the Hangover yet? Come on, come on. No, apparently not. And it would have been cla- all those classic versions of those hotels that people would really love. Yeah. So, so I was missed opportunity, I guess. Totally. Just saying. Um, yeah. I did like that scene a lot, though, because we had the appearance of Space Baby Number Two, mm. who was born during a trampeze act, shot out yeah. of a lady while she's flipping on a trapeze. That is that is also yeah. a very Terry Gilliam <laughs> image. Absolutely. Right. I don't know who this guy is that you keep talking about. Like, what else has he done? Oh, he was in Monty Python. Yes, he's in Monty Python. He was the American guy in Monty Python. He did uh, the Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yeah, he was the animator. Uh, That's why I hate it. I don't like kind of a lot of famous weird movies he's done. Yeah, Yeah, Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys was great. I never saw Twelve Monkeys. Wasn't that scary? And the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, which also had Doctor. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that one. You have. I don't remember anything about it. It had that one dude who died, and then everyone else was him. Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah, yeah, Heath Ledger. Because they all weird. committed to finishing that project for him. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Okay, I It's moving when you it. watch it and you understand that. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's a good thing that you didn't tell me that that guy did Monty Python before you watched this, because oh. I would have already been out. I know. Well, he did, he did, the, uh, he did the cartoons and stuff right. for Monty Python, like all you the know. weird little animations. Yeah, all the cool shit. Your favorite part of Monty Python, huh? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part is none of it. None of it. None Ooh, of it. Wrong, wrong answer. So we had uh, <laughs> we had more cameos, like for Mini Me. Yes. Yeah. And Penn Jillette. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, of oh, course. Wow. Like we met him that one. He looked so young. He was younger. He was younger, <laughs> yeah, he was younger young, but he was younger. He had a baby. And he was he was being his carny self. Yeah. Yeah. That's how yeah. he broke into it. Mm-hmm. Carney stuff. We met him one time. We did. He took a picture. He was really good at taking oh, our picture. He yes. was like 19 feet tall. No, he didn't take our picture. Yeah, he he's took super our tall. Picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the other guy Penn, who was really good. Gillette. Yeah. <laughs> Gillette. Teller. Teller was yes, really good Miles at taking Teller our picture. <laughs> Miles Teller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, all I have to say about the carousel scene is... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Chef's mm-hmm. kiss. Just Love get it. off. I, like, I did like that. He's like, just, just get off the... <laughs> you fell. <laughs> you pushed me. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Yeah, I was legit worried for them. <laughs> during that whole thing like oh this is not gonna go well he's like, already pulled over like, he can't pull over i already anymore. know what's gonna happen but man like <laughs> this the, the stakes are so much higher watching it happen <laughs> yep and then right after we had a cameron diaz cameo she, she, i was like i didn't have, know she had taste in any sort of projects like she didn't she have does. a weird mouth at she doesn't that belong point. here <laughs> She's due on set from Charlie's Angels Full Throttle or something. I'm like, hey, that's just the shit to make money. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was kind of the joke too. Is like they were yeah. talking about we're out here to film something. Like I'm pretty sure they were probably talking about Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe so. That seems like the kind of thing that they would have been out there to film. Right? What was it? It was '98. When couldn't have been the mask. Anyway, doesn't matter. No. Yeah. <laughs> Um, at mm. some point he makes the comment to himself like was I just walking around in a drug state I'm like yep sure yep. nailed it <laughs> absolutely got it that's the entire tale you're telling us and then I uh, had self doubt I'm like oh did I miss the irony of that statement like is that supposed to be the joke <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah I had a note like where are they getting their supply of American flags from it seems like they had one for every occasion yeah like Good as question. a drape or like a Kleenex or maybe they bought mm-hmm. it in like bulk and they're like, well, we got to use all these to get our money's worth. <laughs> they got them from mm-hmm. the room service at the other hotel. Did they? Oh, Ordered okay. American I mean, flags? I mean, I if they just that. they asked for like, you know, a, a, a quart of rum and like an American flag. Maybe so. And a bunch of grapefruit. <laughs> right. Grapefruit was mm-hmm. such a popular fruit back then, I feel like. <laughs> Because <laughs> they didn't know how to interact with medications yet. <laughs> it just seemed so right for them to be eating grapefruit at a hotel. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't around in the seventies, but I feel like yes. in my bones that that was appropriate. Mm-hmm. I, I did wonder how much of this was. Some of these little grace notes were like scripted, or just kind of like, "Well, I'll just try this," and they're like, "Leave it in." Like the light bulb pipe. We'll do it live. Or sleeping in a box. Or <laughs> That was funny. Just kind of pulling right. random shit into the scene with him, like off from off camera, like he's Felix the Cat. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. he had some dream where he was in the club and he was like, There I was, and there in fact was Andreas Tompkin Thompson yeah. himself. That mm-hmm. was that was pretty great. So meta. That was that yes. dude. Which dude? The one that looked like Johnny Depp in that scene, but was a different guy. <laughs> Where he made the comment, whoa, that's me. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I totally like... thought that was him. Yeah. Okay. It is. That's the dude. The real dude. <laughs> and I was wondering if that was his actual typewriter, too. All the stickers. <laughs> probably. It probably was. They were buddies. <laughs> they got to be buddies from doing that shit, so. Yeah. Whoa, that's but me. I really, really hope that... Uh, Mr. Thompson does not type like that. Like, <laughs> a single finger, like one at a time. I don't know. Uh, when you're on your drugs, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> he's, he's a doctor of journalism. Gonzo journalism. He can type however he wants. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I guess so. 
So yeah, fling from Vegas, the first attempt to get away. With Gary Busey as the cop, great. Perfect. Yes. Perfect mm-hmm. casting. It's so weird. <laughs> that guy. And I really hope that line at the end was improvised. Like, can I have a little kiss? <laughs> <laughs> that was just and Gary Busey forgetting where he it. was. Yeah, probably. that was, wasn't in the script either. He was just asking. There's probably outtake footage somewhere of him making out <laughs> in the desert. Yeah, all right. Yep. And some um, comment about, now nah, you've made out with a Busey or something like that. <laughs> Buseyed. Busey. Yep. Yeah, you've been Buseyed. <laughs> Isn't Gary Busey the guy where they say all his teeth are out for themselves? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. I think that was in a Family Guy episode or something. Oh, wait, was that him mm-hmm. or was that... Uh... Not William oh, Smith, is it Steve Buscemi? Steve Buscemi, yeah. Mm, okay. Is it? His, like they're because, out or is it Jake Busey? <laughs> <laughs> they all got big teeth. So These people true. with like weird names. Just mm-hmm. who be named like that? God, I know. Jesus. Ugh. Um, yeah, I also noted the guy from Law and Order who really wanted mm-hmm. to fuck Johnny Depp like a lot. Yes. <laughs> and he played it very well. He yeah. played that desire. Yeah. And then Christina Ricci shows up as Lucy, and that's where I'm like, what mm-hmm. year is this? Like, I completely forgotten when this was filmed. Like, this can't be, but like, right after years. Casper. A couple years. Or maybe after, like, Now and Then. Maybe after Now and Then. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was a little later than Now little and Then, even, because she was younger in Now and Then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, sorry, I don't know the full Christina Ricci <laughs> filmography. <laughs> There's stuff like, that always surprises stuff. you. Yes. Um... She did a random movie I saw one time called After Slash Life, where, oh, yeah. uh, what's his name? The guy from Take, Liam Neeson, is like a mortician, who is at least trying to convince people that he can talk to dead people, and she's in his, his morgue. But is she dead, or is he just, you know, gaslighting her? Whoa. We'll never know. Actually, she's not dead. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, okay, Spoilers. <laughs> it was pretty good, though. Kind of creepy. She was also in the Adams family. She sure was. That's what I know her mostly from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I like that the hotel room had an Aaron Andrews people, like where you could see in from the outside. <laughs> Very clearly. That was funny. And uh Benicio wandering around in that comforter looking oh. like Jesus in a school play. Oh, that was so I good. Couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Yes, <laughs> well, we had to hold him. <laughs> was just great. Yeah. yeah, and also uh, he had to call Lucy, and I noticed yeah. he put on one glove, <laughs> yeah, so, he so he wouldn't get fingerprints on the phone or something. I don't right. know. <laughs> yeah, call. That was so funny. That was great. Um, I noted that they changed the uh, pineal gland to the adrenal, the adrenaline gland for the movie. I guess because mm-hmm. of people like me, who's like penal, pineal. What is that? Adrenaline. Well, no, the the adrenochrome comes from the, uh, <laughs> the adrenal gland, but then right. the they had a whole other conversation about a pineal gland yeah. in the movie, though. Yes, I think it, I, I think they did mention. I it had subtitles, and I saw. I remember seeing it on the screen. I might have been too busy writing this note, but it may not have been an uh, extensive conversation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I liked all the uh, Nixon Agnew mm-hmm. stuff all around. And, yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. Once again, guys, finally a movie that takes a stand against Nixon. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> right. Just I'm the right. worst. Just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, appreciated that. Is he that worse than Trump, though? Guy. No. 
I, I would agree. I would say he's not as bad as Trump. Trump is the worst. He at least started the EPA, even if he didn't really want to. And he would have done health care <laughs> if he hadn't done uh, in the Watergate instead. And so. he was there when they landed on the moon. So, like, by proxy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. That's kind of... Anyway. <laughs> Trump preached COVID-19. He, he's the worst by numbers. Numbers don't lie. So far, we're going to be the Listen, worst based guys, on numbers. If only 400,000 people die, it's fine. We're doing a really good it's job. It's fine. It's great. Anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> I appreciated that when they went to go buy an ape, there was an actual ape there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was good. And that's about yeah. the part where Daniel's like, hey, is this lawyer even weird, even real? Like, is that a real dude or what? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like he was just like imagining this guy. Yeah. Just weird for him to be with him the whole time. Yeah. Of course, we did see him in an office and elsewhere, but who knows? Yeah. Not out of his mind on drugs at that point either. I know, right? Like, it made a difference if it was the weekend like, or not. Like, doing his very normal, like, nine to five thing. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is he. But that also could have been imagined. Is he an evil Jiminy Cricket? Like, yes. He goes with Mr. Thompson everywhere and tells him the wrong thing to do. Like, as your lawyer, I recommend you speed ahead, with Right. I feel like he just goes ahead and does the wrong thing most of the time, though. Yeah, it could be. Mm-hmm. He never like... really seems that upset about anything, so. <laughs> yeah. Never in a moral quandary about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, again, that scene in the diner in the East St. Louis of Vegas. Uh, <laughs> North Las Vegas? Yeah, North Las, North Las yeah. Vegas. Was another one that kind of put that into better context for me than just reading it in the book. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just randomly threaten this waitress, who, by the way, picked her butt very clearly before filling up their glasses. Yeah. Great space work. (laughs) Also, I did like that he was like, I'm just going to take this. I'll just leave the plate, I guess. (laughs) 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 Yeah, never mind. Don't don't want to make this any worse. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I really enjoyed the crazy taxi to the airport. Once again. Yeah, so that was <laughs> that was exactly how I pictured it based on the on the book, like complete with dragging the fence and everything. <laughs> it was so really good. Totally Daniel was like, like who's he going to pick up to drive to like Pizza Hut? Next <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hop in. Yes. So, uh, I was sort of let down that the end was just I'm like, well, and then I went home. Yeah, instead of, the instead of flying to Denver and doing more drugs. Yeah, right. <laughs> he like went home and I'm like, what happened? Yeah, that was it. Go what home. was this? Have the road scene here in Macau. They they went to Las Vegas to find the American dream and they did not find it. Or right? did they? They might have. Or, Depends on or what your American they. dream he is. He found it in the early 4 a.m. hour walking through the casino where everyone's like, I'll just make all this money. Randomly. Right. And then I'm they sure don't. I will do it. That is America. You make money randomly or not, even though we think we have control over it. Or something. America. Systems. Whoa. Systems and stuff. So, yes. Overall. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs up. Other Chris. Other Chris. I I say thumbs up. Like, I'd give it more than two. (sighs) They're basically the same. True, but I, I do think the movie hey, whoa, would make hey, less sense whoa, if hey, you didn't whoa. read the book. Hey, I called on other Chris. <laughs> oh, ha! <laughs> Talking. Out yeah, of wait order. your turn. Weren't we supposed to switch that up sometimes to confuse people? No. 
<laughs> I, I think we were, and you forgot. I like when you move over to the side Or I there, forgot. Because it looks like you're trying to tell Chris a secret. And then he kind of does the same, and it looks like he's trying to tell you a secret. Because he, like, disappear. It's very precious. Hey, did you hear about the... <laughs> yes, other Chris, please. Yeah. Please oh, continue. man. Jeez. Uh, I, I would say that I like the book better, uh, but only just barely. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I put them about even, but like, uh, Hunter S. Thompson's writing is, uh, I, I feel weird saying like, I was surprised by how good it was, but I was surprised by how good it was. Yeah. And like, I kind of know what to expect from, from Terry Gilliam, I guess. Right. And, uh, uh, so, I mean, it, it was a very solid execution of the source material, but like, uh, I, I have to say, yeah, I think the book just edged it out. Okay. Fair. All right. Other, other Chris. You already have my comments. <laughs> Do it again. No, so I, I like don't them. have to split them up in post. Okay. <laughs> Please submit um, your review in writing. It's for editing purposes only. <laughs> for editing purposes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like the book a little better, but they're about uh-huh. the same. Yeah. But book, books is always, you get a little more detail, and the book had all this really fun, has fun artwork in it. Right. So, which is, you know, a movie is artwork too. But. Wait, the book had artwork and it was pictures? Yeah. What? Yeah, crazy pictures around here somewhere. What kind of book is this? Yeah, right there. Well, they're not, there's not a lot of them all over the place, but there's enough of them that adds a little extra layer to the book. I've got my headphones yeah. off. I Travis can't hear anybody. Is, okay. Travis is going to go get the book so I can look at the pictures. They're, They're pretty crazy. Ready. You're going to be so underwhelmed. I can't wait. <laughs> I don't know. Find find the one where he's uh, See, throwing up him. in the toilet because that's fantastic. It is. There he is. Oh, See? he's so cute. <laughs> totally him. Um. Yeah, so for my part, I think I definitely like the book better. Like, I liked mm. the movie just fine, although, I don't know. If I had seen that one first, maybe I would like the movie better. Interesting. But this is exactly how it It may not make sense either. Yeah, I mean... You know. And it could have been completely different. If I had only the movie to go on, I would have maybe doubled back and been like, I have to put subtitles on because I'm not catching what they're saying, but... Mm-hmm. That could have just been me. I don't hear so good, but... He doesn't hear so yes. good. The the pacing of the lines, I think I imagined differently when I was reading it, and it seemed funnier mm-hmm. to me that way. Mm. You know, because I'm that's in, fair. running it through my own internal monologue instead of right. Johnny Depp's. Right? <laughs> Where he seemed like I'll say it as fast as possible, and that will make it funnier. But anyway, you can't hear it though. What's the point? But again, like the the thing I would get out of the book is the the humor a lot more, and the the kind of not really satire but that kind of biting commentary yeah whereas mm-hmm. in the movie the visuals are great and i will go back and enjoy them probably a couple more times i think i think they had to make it explicit another way like visually yeah. like i said with all of the american flags and all of the like vietnam stuff on the tv and everything right right like they had to they had to go through and make the point more visually whereas in the book like he could just come out and say certain things yeah or Mm -hmm. or you know sarcastically not say them i guess i didn't do that Mm. that is in the book 
Mm-hmm. That's how it's made. It is um, prepared that way. Okay. Because right around that time, they're saying all of his pages are too hard to read. Yeah. So they had a transcription of a recording. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yep, see? He wanted to give the idea that he had written this all over a drug-fueled weekend, so mm-hmm. his blotches abound. Artwork's great. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot to mention the one scene I also liked that didn't feel like as big in the book was when he was flashing back to San Francisco and that guy in the bathroom was like... Oh, yeah. Him. Like sucking LSD out of his his sleeve, his shirt. His shirt. Yeah. yeah. But Wouldn't the thing I liked was the guy that pepper? saw them. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Businessy guy who saw them and then was like having an existential crisis at the bar afterward. <laughs> like, yeah. The con- like, oh, yeah. Like, what did like, he think that guy he saw? Is always going to wonder now. Yeah. Always going to wonder what's <laughs> happening in bathrooms, drinking <laughs> things out of sleep. This is like you do. Like, seems like a weird thing to get kind of. Messed up about yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Depends on what he was doing too. We don't know. That's true. I guess he we might have been exactly straight. Is that the guy that walked in and like walked out? Yep. That was yeah. the one. Also, the the guy doing the LSD off of his sleeve was that uh, was that Flea? Yes, I, I think so. Chris said that to me. Peppers. I believe yeah. Chris said that just now. It's okay. Oh, okay. I don't ever it recognize him. Someone else Back to the Future. Yeah. Who's Flea? <laughs> he is the. He's the a well known drummer. Or is he the bassist? Oh, he's the bassist. The My bassist band. for yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh-huh. I just mainly remember him running around and doing crazy shit in like movies and stuff. So. Yeah, and he was yeah, Marty McFly's he... boss. Yeah, yeah, Needles in Needles. Back yeah, to the Future 2. He was Needles. Or he was his boss or some other guy who was sort of middle management at his job. Yeah. Japanese he's guy fired him via fax. for getting him fired, yeah. yeah. Via fax. Fun fact I learned, they put Crispin Glover's face on some other guy in that movie. Yep, yep. and then he sued the hell out of them. He did, oh, yeah. that's why studios can't do that anymore. Yep. Mm. Cool. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he changed uh, Hollywood a little bit for the better. Yeah. For yeah. Yeah, and then he sniffed Cameron Diaz's hair in that Charlie's Angels movie. <laughs> well, not everything can be a chance. <laughs> or was it her hair? I forget whose hair it was. This was somebody's hair. Mm-hmm. I'm not seen it, so I can't help you there. Well, okay. Anyway, final thoughts. Last chance. Uh, nah. Mm, <laughs> <meh>. <laughs> I have a we feeling were, it might be your thoughts on the next movie you see too. So we'll we find out. Hundred percent right. Yep. So shifting gears, Danielle, what else is good? How are you staying sane in these times of sicknesses and quarantines oh and social distancing? I'm trying to distance. From what, my family. But... What, what is entertaining? <laughs> what is entertaining? I don't know. You were doing a house party today. So, yeah, I... My work <laughs> what, with Kid and Play? That yeah, movie? That. <laughs> These games kept popping up. I didn't understand. Like, And then like other people were joining. I'm like, how did this happen? Like, I was just in the app tra- adding it, trying to put a picture to my profile. And then Amber was there talking to me. And I'm like, what happened? It's a house party. You could bump into anybody. They could just jump in. Yeah. Apparently. And the Chinese can mm-hmm. just steal your videos. It's fine. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like TikTok. He's did in the past. I've been doing yeah. a lot of T25 videos with Sean T. <laughs> oh, like, nice. I like those a lot. <laughs> the, the, the beta speed 2.0 is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Travis was doing mm-hmm. it a little bit today with sunglasses See, on. I used, I used to want to do his hip hop abs program. Oh, yeah. He's so From funny. From the 2000s. Mm-hmm. 
Did you know he's gay? Yes. Because I didn't realize Chris that until like a year ago. And I was like, what <laughs> the hell? moment one of his hip hop abs, <laughs> But that's he's okay. He's a such, little different than the T25 stuff. He's such an attractive guy. It's like, damn. That's disappointing. It's from the hip hop abs in this T20 whatever program. Yeah. My and favorite he's a really thing. choreographer, what they say too. So. My favorite thing about the videos is the guy back left. <laughs> <Dog> who, <laughs> through half of the videos, has half stock. <laughs> and it's just is it flopping for around. Sean Tilo like, or another classmate? What's, what's I, I don't know who's I inspiring him. I think it's Christina but in front of him. Could be Christina Probably. in front of him. But you can't stop watching that. Like, just once you notice it, just also jumping Tanya, jacks are very Tanya, the modifier, uh-huh. like she really like makes it look like she is still working hard. Yes, she had a baby. Nice. You know. Yeah, you wow, know, Tanya, good for her. She had a baby. Now look at her. Nice. There we go. I could like quote all the stuff that happens because I I do them so often. Yes, so funny. I also like he's like I'm here with you as soon as he stops doing the exercise. Yeah, he stops. And I'm like I'm still doing it. What's your? He's problem? gonna walk closer to the camera and motivate me. Punch his hand. Yeah. What book are you reading right now? Yeah, I think. What's do you it even called? remember? I think it's called My Secret Mistress. Oh, Ooh. I think that's what it's called. Ooh. I don't know. It's so an author I haven't read before. I'm almost done with it. It's fine. It's like all the other books. I read. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's enough. a duke, but the duke's not the main character. No, it's fine. Is the mistress like, the main character? Scandal. Actresses <laughs> are like not good kind. You don't want no. to be involved with them. The no. duke is just there to make they it have okay for Danielle. Not necessarily so they would in it. Say. Yeah, they're not ladies, so you can't like make of them your duchess. Right. It's frowned upon. Women of ill repute. That's only your pa. mistress. Yeah. Not the marrying kind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next book I'm going to read is called Lord Holt Takes a Bride, so that's Ooh. weird. Ooh. It's like very specific. Take I wonder what where? happens in it. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I bet she'll take like her to bride women that get involved and have to pick somehow. And I was just going to money mo. Yeah. There's going to be like, something happened. What did you say the other day that was so funny? I have no idea. God, it was hilarious. Because we were talking about summarizing a story of something. Nope. And you said like two things and you didn't finish it out. <laughs> and it didn't make any sense. And we're like, no, nah, that's fine. I have no idea what you're talking about. God, it was so funny. <laughs> I can't remember it. If I, I do, remember I'll text it to you. describing the steps of the art craft we got for the kids. Where it's like, you build the dinosaur <laughs> skeleton. That was funny, too. Then you put clay, and then you're, like, having fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny, because he looked at the picture, like, what do you do? He's like, well, you got the dinosaur skeleton, and you, like, put clay on it. Then you're having fun. Yep. <laughs> no, I don't remember what you're talking about. Oh, I have to think. If I think of it, I'll message right. it to you, because it's really funny. All right, message it to me. I'll message it to them. Okay. Yes, perfect. It was really okay. funny. All right. Chris, what are you doing to stay sane? Uh, well, I feel like my measures are starting to wear out, so... Uh-oh. I don't know how much longer they'll last. Are you staying inside? <laughs> a lot, yeah. I go Spicing out... Spicing things up with drive-bys every once in a while? Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, whoa. Uh, I actually go out... I, I'll get the mail and stuff, but I'll leave... <laughs> Probably once a week, maybe twice, to go be like mm. get something to drive through just to get out. Yep. Back yeah. in my car. My car had a little bit of an issue 
because it doesn't get driven a lot, where one of its sensors gave me a, wrong, a weird reading the other time I drove it. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, check engine and your traction thingy lighter and come on. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but we fixed that by uh, unhooking the battery and hooking it back up again. It hasn't done it since. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm mostly playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. And Skyrim Absolutely. on my Switch and now the Goose Game. And I watch, we've been watching a lot of Guy Fieri. I've learned he goes to Charlotte, North Carolina a lot and we've learned a lot about places to eat there that we can't go visit right now Uh, because it's only like an hour away sucks to be you (laughs) yeah and yeah doing that stuff I read a little bit more I finished uh, The Lost Symbol by Dan Brown oh so so you have your romance novels. I have Robert Langdon novels okay. for my uh, <laughs> brain candy. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. It's like his history anthropology romance. <laughs> yeah. What was that? So I finished uh, that one. But that I only had like show you were talking about. Inferno Left. So Unorthodox is based off of a book by Deborah Feldman, <laughs> which was popular a little while ago. She came from an ultra-Orthodox community. And left, oh. and she, that's what her book was about. And they decided to make a show off of it. But the parts I was watching a little bit of the making of video, so the parts that show the main character's life back in Williamsburg, mm-hmm. in New York, are the same as Deborah Feldman or Friedman or whatever her name was. But the parts in Germany and modern Berlin, they made up a whole new character and stuff. So, oh. but it's about this young woman. She's nineteen. She flees the ultra-Orthodox world, goes to Berlin because her mom lives there, and she has German citizenship. Because the Germans, oh, probably 20 years ago, but it's still real. If you can show that your relatives came from Germany um, before the Holocaust and shit, you can get German citizenship back. Uh. And her mom, that's her. what her mom did when her yeah. mom left the community, was forced out and whatnot when she mm-hmm. was a baby. So it's kind of about that stuff and her learning how to have a life on the outside and follow her passions. She's really into music, but couldn't do much with it in her community. And she had a lot of trouble with uh, the sex with her husband mm. and whatnot. Mm. And then by the time she finally left, they'd been married for a year and she finally got pregnant. It was right after he told her that you know, he wanted a divorce because they didn't have babies yet. Oh, and uh, that was very important, but I learned it's the, uh, the featured communities, the Satmar Hasidim. So they came from um, Hungary, mm-hmm. and a lot of them, most of them, the ones here, they're all descendants of Holocaust survivors. So the Satmar Hasidim, after World War II, really made it like their mission to preserve distinct Jewish culture, and they really brought in, oh, you have to have all these children because you have to replace the six million that were lost in the Holocaust. Jesus. So they really order. value kids, but yeah, that's a lot of pressure <laughs> to put. And they don't teach these people anything. I was watching her get her, like, sex ed right before she got married. Mm-hmm. And the lady does that. It's like, yeah, uh, it's like physics. Like, you're just made to go together. But you have to be on the bottom. He has to be on the top. <laughs> and God just made it so everything fits together like a puzzle. Oh. And they have, like, no idea, like, how to do this. Uh-huh. And she's having some issues anyways. To be fair, like, does maybe... anybody really know? No. No, but we all know more than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we at least have a a hint of, hey, if she's having issues and says it hurts, maybe you need to sex her up a little bit instead of just (laughs) climbing on top of her in your night night shirt and going, is this working? I mean, it's not exactly passionate. Not necessary. She can't go and drive. It's not good. Right. I know. 
was like, at least to know that shit. I'm like, these people don't know that. I'm like, I feel really bad for you because I know that's how it is. I know that's how it is in these that communities. I already made your shirt, hon. You made really shirt? It's really, it was an interesting, it's only like three episodes. And they're about an hour each, so it's a yeah. short series, and it's easy to follow along with. And I was worried it would give a negative light because even though it's the Hasidim, the ultra orthodox people, which I am not, mm-hmm. you know, it's like their culture is very distinct, and it's it's just it's old, it's old everything for everybody. Everybody had cultures like that at one point with arranged marriages. And like a race going going things somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's the dogs. Around. They want to go out. Oh. <laughs> Somebody's running around. So I was worried it would might portray them in a bad light because it's easy to do that. Yeah. And there's some negative stuff in there. Right. But, you know, there's negative stuff everywhere in everybody's families and neighborhoods and communities and stuff. So I thought it was, even though the premise is her leaving this community because she just can't fit in there, mm-hmm. which... It's probably true for a lot of people. It's really hard to fit in when everything is like, oh, you have to do all this rigid stuff because God says so. And everybody yeah. in the community gossips about it. And they'll talk to you about it. And you're like, why do my neighbors know what my, what my sex life is like? You know, shit like that. You know, all the time. So it's very oppressive. But, you know, I thought they painted it fairly. And I'll have to watch the rest of the uh, making of video about it. But they talk yeah. about some of that stuff. And they go and they talk about that. The Satmar and their origins. That's why, because their Passover Seder was really kind of weird to me. Like, most of it was normal, but they talk a lot about, like, we have to remain distinct. We can't wear the clothes of the others. You know, we, you can't trust your neighbors because we trusted them. And look what they look what they did to us. Oh, yeah. You know, they murdered us and we died and all this shit over and over. I'm like, well, that's a little intense. But, crazy. <laughs> I'm on a... Hell is happening. <laughs> that, that was the younger dog. That was the puppy. She, she's interesting. I like all the stuff happening guy. behind you, and you like not pay attention to it. She's just life keep here. going, and it's yeah, just that's like stuff here. is moving around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's pretty worth it. I'm like, everyone should give it a view. Yeah, just see, watch it for what it is, and you get insights Smash and stuff, and it's a good little story, it. and you know, <laughs> yeah. So cool. It's pretty good. It's a good way to spend a few hours. Nice. And that's what I try to do. Try to. Keep my sanity. Yep. <laughs> nice. Not watch too much news anymore because it just makes you depressed. True. You don't have the corona, do you? No. But I am <laughs> a I am in a higher risk group for it, so I have to it's, be careful yeah. about that stuff. It's it's not good for people, so I, I wish right. everyone would just like stay home so that we could like. If I could say, uh, yeah, I would like to be able to do my life again, like go to yeah. the movies. I'm, I'm real sick <laughs> of know. this bullshit. <laughs> Me too. Go to the mall I again. I can't and... t- send my kids anywhere. Yeah. No. <laughs> like all I the shit I would want to do is closed. Like all the museums can... are closed. All the movie theaters are closed. The school is closed. Like, I, I now work at school's home closed. and I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to have a haircut for months, apparently. You just. <laughs> I bought clippers. So I did it for my kids. One laps around the house or something. I, I go out and do that. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They Although Matt does have though. a Matt does have a bike, maybe I should start doing some of that stuff and watch like a some videos while I exercise. Yeah, you know I'm gonna have to do stuff because we just I don't, know, I don't know how long it's gonna go on for and forever. Through it May, will end. I have to go. It will end. <laughs> so one way or the other, either it will end or we'll all die. Because we'll have the... to go outside again to make money or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. This is the snap, guys, <laughs> just in slow motion. The snap from Avengers. <laughs> Well, hopefully I won't be in the half that disappears then. Yeah, so so stay inside and then you won't be. Yep. <laughs> That's the plan. 
All right. It's Other Chris. monotonous as it gets. Uh, well, uh, Animal Crossing was already mentioned. I've been yeah. playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Did you catch um, a tarantula yet? Hey, we need to. Uh, I caught I, one. I did. Um, Whoa. Yeah, I I want to bring up something. I I think I brought it up in the chat, but uh, on Netflix, there's a Korean drama called uh, Crash Landing on oh, You. Oh, right. Oh, Cash. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I said. Yes. Uh, <laughs> And uh, so, like, this is, uh, I, I don't know, like, if you like Korean dramas, it's really cute and funny and all of that stuff. But the premise is kind of crazy, which is that, like, high-powered businesswoman uh, is in, like, a parasailing accident and ends up in the DMZ and then ends up being kind of captured by North Korea. What? Oh. And so uh, like she's, she's <laughs> hanging out with uh, the the captain of the troop that patrols the DMZ uh-huh. and like his his like band of merry men essentially. Uh, Sharon compared them to like the seven dwarves kind of like all their different personalities. Uh-huh. Um, so it's so it's it's really interesting. Like you know, fish out of water thing. Like this uh, Korean woman like stuck in North Korea and having to deal with like hiding and like all of the all of the sort of political intrigue that's happening over there yeah Um, and uh apparently one of the uh writers or like somebody who consulted on the writing uh was a north korean defector so apparently the show is very accurate in terms Uh of like its depiction of north korean life that's cool uh but it's uh like I said, it's it's very much like a, a Korean drama, though, so it's very lighthearted and uh-huh. fun and cute, but it's mm-hmm. also, uh, like, it's got its, like, weird moments of seriousness, I yeah. guess. Huh. So okay. check that out. Crash Landing. Oh, my list. Yes. I have to watch more of that Korean zombie Not... show I was watching, too, anyways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not our historical Dude. drama with zombies. We came up with Cash Landing on you. Cash Landing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cold Where they catch. fling quarters at high speed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Bury you in the pile. Yep. yep. Um, so I have not been able to play Animal Crossing yet because the kids are getting it in their Easter basket. Oh, okay. And we had to buy sense. two so that they don't oh, man. It. You're going to miss all the Bunny Day festivities. I know. Oh, oh wait, I, yeah, You know what, true. though? I hear that's not... Like, Chrissy Teigen's just bitching about how terrible it is, so I'm <laughs> sure... I'm already much. running around in a complete egg outfit from it, so... <laughs> yeah. Listen out. Yeah. I trust, I I trust Chrissy Teigen egg in outfits. everything she says. I also haven't been Although able to play... if you become my friends, you can come see my egg outfit on my island. Oh, make no mistake, I will not be playing, but Travis <laughs> the kids certainly will. You can be friends with them. Yeah. Okay, I'll put my friend info uh, in, the, in the chat. There you go. <laughs> you I also haven't been able me. to play Stardew Valley because, like, our Switch has the drift thing, and so it's just become mm. too much struggle no. to walk anywhere, so... Play it on one of the kids? No. No, because I'll start over. What needs to be replaced? <laughs> The Joy-Cons. The left, oh, yeah. the left Joy-Con. Both of them. Be an investment. Both but of those, them. All four of them have it. But they're all oh shut God. down right now. Yes, and so I just put in the ticket to have them replaced. And they're like, we're closing the repair shop indefinitely Oof. for cor- Corona. Corona's ruining everything. It is. It is. Everything. They keep trying to get shit on Amazon. And it's like, yeah, nope. we'll get that to you like April 20th. It's not yeah. food, so... 
It's Maybe. deprioritized. <laughs> so like, Travis okay. ordered Travis ordered some painty things for the kids to do. And uh-huh. he's like, they'll be delivered like May 5th. He's like, they've shipped already. But it still says they're not estimated to arrive until like April 20-something <laughs> May 5th. So I guess they're walking them to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to give you any promises they can't keep. Shaw. The guy, so yeah, he's, he's got like a, a red flyer wagon or something. <laughs> yes. Get his exercise yeah. walking across country. Yeah. <laughs> So I just finished a book called The Cabin at the End of the World by Paul Paul Tremble Trembledy. I should go actually pick it up so I can read it. <laughs> I try to look all the way across the room. He's going to pick it up. There he goes. I'm gonna research it. Is he coming back? I don't know. It's hard to say. No, there it is. Oh, <laughs> wait. Paul Tremblay. So. Yes. Whoa. Oh, no. Cabin at the that's end of the, the world. So That's the same picture on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I've read one of her, one of his other books before, um, and I'll double back to it. But um, So the general idea of this is like, you know, a, uh, a couple is at a cabin on retreat up in Maine or something. I forget exactly where, with their adopted daughter. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, these four people just show up and are like, hey... You have to kill one of each other willingly or else the apocalypse is going to happen. So oh, it's kind of a, a home invasion type, I guess, horror story. Blended with Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of a thing. So okay. it did kind of remind me of Cabin in the Woods where it's like we have to make a sacrifice or else the gods are going to rise up or whatever. Right. But uh, it was pretty interesting because there was a lot of good character conflict and a lot of back and forth whether like is this even real or are they just fucking with us Mm -hmm. and and whatnot but you know a lot of that a lot of your enjoyment will depend on whether you like the ending or not and i didn't but (laughs) i try to divorce that because like it's one of those things with any like Mm -hmm. twilight zone or black mirror or whatever Right. Shouldn't let the the bad ending spoil the rest of it. But he wrote another book that I liked called Headful of Ghosts, which was mm. sort of like uh, The Exorcist, except uh, it was about an exorcism. But it was like if The Exorcist happened, but halfway through, like, wait a minute, reality show guys. So they come in and do like real world exorcist. Whoa. And it's like recounting all the stuff that happens to this girl who is possessed, or at least at least acting possessed. Huh. And it's a book that I liked better a couple of months afterward when I could stop and think about it and realize I had misunderstood the ending. Mm-hmm. But, but both of them were decent enough and the kind of thing you could pick up for cheap on Amazon or something and read through it. Cool. Nice. Like, I read it in over like an evening and a half, so... Couldn't really put it down. So, like, he reads all the time now, because that's all we, all we have time to do. Mm-hmm. And right. he takes notes in, like, all of his books that he's reading, and I think that's no, no, so no. odd. No, no, no. Only in the the all science them. books. Pretty much all, all of them. them. <laughs> Only in the science books, because I have to make sure I'm understanding them. Like, I never that's take fair. a note at all when yeah. I'm reading any books. I don't even read all the words sometimes. I'm like, boring, boring, boring. Skip me right along. <laughs> don't need that. <laughs> I'm about halfway through The Order of Time by some Ooh. Italian guy who I don't remember. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, 
it's another one of these sciency books that I'm like, I'm not sure how valid any of these comments should be, mm-hmm. or how seriously I should take them. But I do like that when he's trying to describe things about relativ- relativity, he uses Smurfs to figure <laughs> out who is aging quicker. Like, this guy's moving close to the speed of light, so he's like baby Smurf. This guy's just standing there, so that's Papa Smurf. Okay. <laughs> um, I like it. The order of time. That works. Yep, yeah, by but, Carlo Rovelli. Yeah, Carlo Rovelli. Um, Ooh, if you get the it's read by Benedict Cumberbatch. <gasps> oh, what? I, I would not him. understand yeah. that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Souls. Yeah, I have to take notes on it because I'm like, again, double checking. I even understand because he's basically going through the first two thirds of the book, breaking down. Be like, did you know that no one's now is the same? Because by the time I've uh, gotten signals from you and figured out what you're trying to tell me is your now, it's already sometime later. Is that like when I'm like, I don't think everyone's color green the same? Yeah. yeah. Like if you, I don't experience time the same. If your friend lived on Proxima Centauri or whatever, I'm blind. you couldn't find mm-hmm. out what was happening now because it's too far away. You right. never know how everyone else sees color either unless you get like an eye no. transplant yes. or something. Right. It's like maybe subjective. your green is like my blue. Like we It don't could know. be. Whoa! Yes. You shouldn't it's do all that. All possibilities. A movie once called The Eye, and once you got an eye transplant, you saw ghosts. Oh my god! It's uh, terrible. We'll skip that. Yeah, That's don't do scary. it. Um, I'm also going back, you know, on this fresh new show called BoJack Horseman. Oh, it's nice. cutting edge. Like, yeah, it's the newest. Thing. <laughs> I don't know. What that I've is. heard good things. Oh, it's so good. I've only seen the first couple seasons, but it's so good. I'm only about halfway through season three, so there's lots still mm-hmm. to go, but. Uh, it definitely got better. The first Even couple ones are show like, that didn't last. Look how much this horse drinks. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and how yes. terrible he is and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's done a good job about making a pivot and being a little more impactful. I guess they just had an epi- the episode where he has to do a press junket under the ocean. Mm. So there's a whole episode where you can't hear anybody talk; they just make underwater noises. Oh jeez! <laughs> visual gags, and I like perfect. Like I love it when a show does something like completely out of left field like that. Right. So it was pretty good. Anyway, Danielle's giving me the sign. Yeah, which my, is like my, my ears hurt. My, my ears hurt. <laughs> okay. She's like the shitty headphones you got off of Amazon for ten dollars are hurting me now. I mean, we have been talking for like an hour and thirty four minutes. We sure have. So my ears know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, kiddos. Well, we yep. did it. A whole other we season. Did. We did. We did. I like that. Yeah. It really did. Take your hands. <laughs> Get ready for another dirty negative dirty review. Dirty. <laughs> That's actually a quote from my senior yearbook. <laughs> of course. Get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Can't wait. Can't wait to see what this shit's about. Wait till you see. 17 year old me thought that was a great idea for posterity. Let's put that in your quotes for senior year. <laughs> Yes. I don't recall there being a quote for me in my senior year. I know that Did I gave you? them one. Oh. Well, I don't think I had to do form? that. I don't think I had to do that. Was that in the yearbook? We could put... I don't know. Yeah. We could put, like, up to six. Some of the kids did that. Six? Yeah. Jesus. But I only did three. I did a Buddha one. I did Yoda. And I did uh, Taylor there. Charlton Heston from Planet of the Apes. Hmm. <laughs> All right. It's a weird mix. I regret okay. all of those choices now. I'm like, I could have picked... Well, except the Buddha one. That's a fine. I'm like, I could have picked way better quotes and just had one of these for, for fun in there, but... 
yeah. teen me is like, this is this is great. This sums me up. This is profound. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't look in the yearbook in like forty years and be like, look at this douche. What do you think you're doing? Like, yep. This guy's a real no. Wait, who am I thinking so, of? Yeah, no, I'll put Eve six lyrics in here. That'll tell him. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> My heart in a blender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, all right. Yeah. Oh, I also forgot to mention that uh, Gigaton came out, and I totally haven't listened to it. I just want to mention it for our one fan. So, yeah. So. Okay, that was our session for today, and that brings our third season to a close. By way of an on-second thoughts, let me close out with a few touch points. A very special thanks, as always, to my co-conspirators Chris, Other Chris, and Danielle. These recordings are always really entertaining to do, they're fun to edit, and a treat for me to listen back to, especially during this whole pandemic thing. It's not only been an excuse to read something new, but also something that I really look forward to all week. And it's not a bad way to break up the monotony now that everyone's calendars are essentially empty. So thanks all, it really does continue to mean a lot to me that you play along. I should say, the upside to this whole quarantine thing is we've had a lot of extra free time and are already smack in the middle of recording season 4. And we might even have another one shot before that wraps up too, so keep a weather eye out. Until we resurface your homework, find us on Facebook under RTFB and add a comment or send us an email at contact at rtfbpod.com and let us know what you think we should read next. Also, if you like what we're doing, do us the ultimate favor. Tell a friend, leave a rating, post about us on social. We love doing this, and the more people we can reach, the more we get to spread that love. Today's episode featured a parade of cameos and countless American flags thanks to Chris Chris Ham, Chris Other Chris Jacobson, Danielle Neither Chris Rowe, was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by The Mint Hotel and Casino, host of the world-famous Mint 400, the longest off-road race prior to the turn of the century, and a fabulous spectacle for all race fans to come out and see in person. You can even buy your own mint-branded beer covers or golf shoes to escape the terrifying lizard people that populate our lounges here. Our generous payment options will make you ready to plan your next day before you even leave. Even though we closed our doors in 1988. Until next time, keep fucking reading. I don't know. Is it Planet of the Apes? I don't know. We don't know. (laughs) I've not seen it, but it's going to be awful. You're going to love it. It is one of my all-time favorite movies. Is it like the first one? Hasn't it been redone a thousand times? No, it's the first one. Because like, there was monkeys in that first one we did, and I was not interested. But these monkeys are intelligent. Yeah. And they talk on stuff. Are any of them James Franco, or is that much later? (laughs) That's much later. Are any of the monkeys James Franco? These are the James Franco's of 1968. Oh my god, 1968. That would be Roddy McDowell.
Chris. It's gonna be great. Okay. You can't. <laughs> Just remember, too, it's a very a big... Oh, okay. It's also a social commentary. In addition to being a also, of entertainment, it makes comments on racism. Oh, and, like, super French. Cool. Indoctrinated dogma. I can't... Is it people else. in, like, monkey outfits, or...? I guess y'all yes. can absolutely. Right. They're yes. gonna get real talking apes. Just remember, the makeup was really good for, like, 1968. <laughs> okay. Can't wait. <laughs> But I know so much about this stuff. We'll have really good conversations. Oh boy! And if what they had treat. better budgets, it would be a compl- it would be a very different looking movie. Okay. What a treat! So. Yeah. All right. Well. <sighs> and I feel like Planet of the Apes is going to go by pretty quick look too. At look at this tiny book. Look how tiny that oh, is. Oh man, mine is thicker than this that. This is like two. Probably poops. not as tall. <laughs> you know what was really special about this particular book? It has mm. some guy's name on a card in there, as well oh, as a grocery him. list. Right. He showed us that. I told him he's <laughs> lucky he already stuff. got a collectible. Oh. The words are real small, though. Like, yeah. what print in that? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Careful. I told him he has, to, he has to be careful with it and hold on to it, because it's a collectible. Yes. Oh. Because it's an old version. It smells like an old version. It really does. I'm sure I'm it does. <laughs> the pages are probably, what, kind of orangey? Yep. yep. Yellow. Like yeah. like real talk, I'm gonna have to poop like every time I pick this book up. Fifty plus years old. Remember that? Yeah, it was the it was printed in the sixties. Does it to me? I don't know why, but yeah, because uh, it's got the uh, movie tie-in branding on it, Daniel. Yep, sure does. See, look at this hot guy. Yep, he's got a nice beard. But look, he sure bad. does. Oh. The girl does not look interested. No, she doesn't. Nova, she doesn't talk, so don't <laughs> worry about her. She looks like the girl that played Daphne in the live-action Scooby-Doo. What's that chick's name? Not Daphne, Vilma. Vilma. What? Live-action Well, in Scooby-Doo. the 60s, she was, like, super attractive. Whoa. I just Linda learned... Cardinelli. Cardinelli. Oh, Cardellini? Oh, yeah. Kind of oh, I love her. From, from Freaks and It looks and like the lady yeah. on the back of the book. Huh. And a whole bunch and of other also, things. But freaks and geeks will always be her best uh, yeah. performance, in my opinion. She's cute. And Grandma's Boy. Oh, I love Grandma's Boy. Of course. <laughs> Please sit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. No. Whoa. <laughs> no. For those who've seen the movie, they know. Whoa. 